Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am your host. My name is Chris Steffen. Joining me today is my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Buckler. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about something that was in the news over the last week or two, the mother of all breaches. And what does that really mean? And the answer, too long didn't read folks out there, is it doesn't mean much of anything. It was basically a conglomeration of old news, I think, designed to scare people into whatever the media people like scaring you to do. But we're going to talk about that a little bit today. We're going to talk a little bit about how the media hypes up some of these security breaches and really how you should react to them in general. But with that, we'll kind of get into it a little bit. Ken, why don't you give me a precy of what's going on, and we'll start with there and see where we end up. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, so, so I'm just saying, while you were at Vegas, your goal should have been to get $1 for every data record that was breached as part of this breach, because then you would have had $26 billion. Yeah, that would have been great, right? And then <laughs> I would have retired, I would have bought an island, I would have bought the Cayman Islands, and then um, that would have been the end of the story. But... Um, seeing as all this data had been breached probably a hundred times before, yeah. I don't know that it was worth a dollar. Yeah. Well, and, and so, so the, the leak itself was actually, uh, apparently there's a, a website called Leak Lookup, which is a search engine for data breaches. And basically the, the concept is so you can search to see if your email has been compromised, if your domain has been compromised, what have you. And apparently they had a misconfigured firewall that exposed all of the the records that they had that, you know, it's basically, you know, every single data breach they had archived was exposed publicly. So then anybody that, that found this publicly exposed uh, access could then download their full database, which was the, the 26 billion records. So, so... It, None of this data was probably new data. Uh, I want to say that most of it, uh, 99% of it was probably old data that had been out there for quite a while. Now, with that said, I can tell you that they, they've absolutely, the attackers have absolutely been uh, leveraging the data because for the simple fact that a day after uh, the mother of all breaches uh, hit the news, I started getting alerts on my uh, Microsoft account letting me know that someone was trying to reset my password. Someone was trying to reset my password. So it, the data is definitely being used, but, you know, fortunately, most of it's old data. Yeah, I, I've gotten some of those as well. I Somebody tries to reset my, my Facebook account seemingly on a minute-by-minute basis, and they haven't. My, my password, it, it, you know what, and I'll share my password with everybody listening to this podcast. It is the opening drum lick to YYZ by Rush. If you can figure out the sequence that I use and the keystrokes that I use 
to take and play that drum lick every single time that I log in to Facebook and actually a couple other admin accounts, you knock yourself out. I can tell you it's well over 30 characters and again, more power to you. But they really, 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 really want to be able to take and have that password. So many of these breaches are getting recycled. It is things that were breached and then breached again and then breached again. Your email has been leaked and breached probably a million times by now. Your social media credentials have likely been breached a million times by now. It starts to get concerning when you talk about financial services healthcare records, those kind of things. Because again, those are pretty sensitive and you don't want those out and floating around in the public. But I kind of resigned myself that your email, your especially your social media stuff, it's going to be out there. There, In fact, there's almost no way to prevent it from being out there at this point. Those breaches are so commonplace. It's almost oxymoronic at this point talking about that kind of security. I'm just, I don't care. I mean, I... I know I'm a security guy. I'm supposed to care about that kind of stuff. But the reality of it is, if you want to see my Facebook page, you knock yourself out. You go right ahead. If you'd like to see my LinkedIn page, you go right ahead. It's right there for everybody to see. It's fully public. They all are. I, I'm not certain that making them private would make them any more secure. So I don't even bother. There's no reason to. If people want to see what they go right ahead. Enjoy yourself. You see that I do Star Wars. I play with yo-yos. I eat burgers a lot. I do security a lot. Those are the things that I talk about on my social media. Shouldn't be a surprise. If you know me at all, you know that those are the things I talk about. Ken will tell you that that's pretty much all I talk about. Oh, and by the way, I've been talking about Vegas because I just got back from Vegas, right? Well, and you know, the the big thing isn't anymore. You, you have to expect that your credentials are going to get compromised at this point. And, and that's for, you know, just about any site. So, so the big thing is not necessarily, you know, worrying about, oh my gosh, I got to change my password every single week or every month or what have you. Um, it's more along the lines of limiting the damage if you've got leaked credentials as well as helping to prevent the access if, if you get a credential leak. So uh, I think for just about every single website I'm signed up for, I've got two-factor authentication enabled. Now, that can either be a text message verification, that can be an authenticator app, that can be an email authentication. But in any case, if I'm logging in from an unknown IP address or an unknown device, I'm going to get a second alert that says, hey, you've never been on this device before. Here's your verification code so you can log in. And I think that right there is going to be absolutely critical. But then also, too, don't use the same password on multiple websites. You know, know, if you have to, use a password manager. I personally don't like password managers. I I much prefer just creating a unique password for every website and then writing it down with good old paper and pencil. Just because you can't hack paper and pencil um, somebody would have to physically break into my house to get my passwords. Um, and I don't recommend that. Um, but you know, with that said, you know, it, it's really about taking the extra steps with the assumption that your credentials are always going to be compromised at some point in time. Yeah. I, and I'll go, I'll even take it a next step and say that so many people take and use passwords that are the same all over the place. 
I understand it. I do to a degree. I use some of the same passwords here and there. Change your password. Change your password quarterly. I know it's not fun. I mean, nobody likes doing it. I can't even think of a time where I worked in an environment where password changing was something that was like, woohoo, we get to change all of our passwords today. We used to have a 90 day term on, you know, corporate passwords. And it is what it is. People start to really kind of understand it. They've gotten a lot smarter. You can't even game the system by taking and adding another number to it. You can't take and use a capital letter where you use a lowercase letter or vice versa. And, and I, and again, as a security guy, I approve of all those things. Those things make sense. It doesn't make it easier. The key that I want people to take away from this conversation we're having today is that these breaches are happening. They're going to continue happening. There is no way to stop them from happening. It is the nature of the, the world that we live in. I wish I could honestly say that they weren't going to happen that way anymore, but they will. And you need to take and understand what data you have out there, what you can do to protect that data, what you can do to change your passwords or mitigate somebody compromising those accounts and do your best. Some of you are going to take this advice and do something with it. A lot of you are going to take this advice and say, thanks, but no thanks. I'm good with where I am. And and, and that's just an understanding of where you are in the grand scheme of things. I can tell you, for example, I spent the weekend with my parents for a little bit. They aren't going to change their passwords for anything. And that's fine. I can't think of anything that they have out there that would be even sensitive. They don't know what online banking is. They unfortunately are starting to get in an age where you don't have a choice. You get all your medical records via email and whatever else. I'm concerned about that. They're not concerned about that. It is what it is. Like I said, this is just one of those things that I think the awareness is more important than the remedy. And when Ken and I were talking, you have these kind of announcements where they're talking about the mother of all breaches and it makes everybody panic. Go ahead and panic if you want. If it's going to help you take and improve your security, that's great. Nine times out of 10, it will not improve anything. And this is just more of an attention grabber, sell subscription, sell clicks, whatever they're going to do. And that's just the nature of how that media works. Ken, did you have any closing thoughts? No, I mean, you, you summed it up really good. It's, it's a lot of it is a lot of hype. A lot of it is just about getting those clicks, getting those ad dollars. And, and that's why we'll continue to see the hype around these kinds of breaches in the future. Even when it's just like a data scraping attack, you know, they'll refer to it as a data breach, even if it was like, oh, hey, I just pulled a bunch of data that was publicly available and compiled it into a, a database and now I'm posting it online. Oh my gosh, it's a data breach. No, it's not a data breach. And unfortunately that is the nature of news media now is that, you know, you just have to constantly deal with this overhyped because that's what drives the ad revenue. And I'll tell you too, you're, you're going to start hearing a lot more of it with the election coming up. It's going to be oh, AI yeah. this and AI that and robocall AI and Blah, blah, blah. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be negative now. I'm really not. I am just telling you that you're already starting to hear some of the media hype around it. You're not done hearing the media hype around it. Just take some of those things with a grain of salt. We'll likely take and do something on elections as we get closer to the election. You will I have to be, write a book on that. Yeah, you, you will all be inundated by it plenty. So... We, we're not going to hopefully add to the noise, but we'll have a conversation about that later. But with that, I think we're good. Again, appreciate you joining the podcast today. I hope that it was informational for you, and I hope that you enjoyed it. And with that, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. 
Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.